0: I'm busy. It's not like I'm sitting around with nothing to do. Now, this is not exactly to your point, but I'll get back around sure. to it. So it's not like I'm sitting around with nothing to do. I'm very busy. My days are filled with things to do. And yet, I'm still not satisfied right. because I'm not really interacting with people because I need the outside interaction mm-hmm. and you know the getting together with people.
1: for the safety of those around us, we're all wearing masks. At least I hope we're all wearing masks. But what does that do when it comes to communication when you can't read facial expressions very well? Dr. Karen Sherman joins us to explain. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor in chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again with the lovely, the brilliant, the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Hello. Uh, Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice Transform Your Life. She is also the co author of Marriage Magic. Find it, keep it, and make it last. You can get this information and more at her website, drkarensherman.com. And today, uh, we're going to get a little avant-garde today, Karen. We're going to talk about uh, human interactions and, more specifically, how the lack of like face-to-face uh, engagement, being, mm-hmm. at least being able to see facial expressions, is having an impact on us. Um, so I found this article, I came across this article, it was in time magazine or time.com, whatever. And, um, it, it basically talked about how we're not seeing smiles when we're wearing the mask, uh, Mm -hmm. through the pandemic here. So, um, what are we losing when we're not seeing somebody smile or, you know, to, to broaden it a little bit, other facial expressions completely?
0: I think we're losing a lot. We think we're losing a lot. I think that it is such a form of nonverbal communication and we're we're just eliminating that whole Chunk, Um, you know. It's interesting that you're actually talking about this topic, or we're talking about this topic today, because I've noticed myself when I'm wearing a mask. You know, I'm looking at somebody and I'm smiling at them, and then I realize they have no idea that I'm smiling with at them. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, every once in a while, I'll say to the person, "I'm smiling," (laughs) and I'm hoping that it's showing in my eyes, but it's really, really hard to let the person know what you're feeling. Your face gives away a lot. As a matter of fact, this is just a a slight anecdote. My face gives away too much. I remember years (laughs) ago, I was sitting uh, some game uh, on the bleachers and somebody who did not know me at all Walked past me and said, Wow, you're upset. Your face gives away everything without even knowing you. <laughs> so, I but I think that that's true of a lot of people that facial expressions do give us information. And so, now that we're hidden behind masks, not that we're purposely hiding ourselves, but because we're doing it for safety purposes, we are cutting off. A way to interact with other people to communicate with them.
1: Mm -hmm. It's it's uh, by the way, apologies for the uh, (laughs) the doorbell. Um, It's interesting because you know when you're thinking of like poker players, what are the things that they do? They cover their eyes not to give anything Mm -hmm. away Mm -hmm. uh, because you don't want that emotion. And uh, so much of our interactions, to your point, are these. Expressions and micro expressions, mm-hmm. just like the little hint, and for you to tell people that th- you're smiling is is kind of funny, but also a bit necessary to let them know that like you're not seeing the full reaction of what's right. going on behind here. Right. Um, I want to jump ahead to my third question that I wrote down for you uh, because I think it flows better here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, blind people. So mm-hmm. not being able to see expressions is something we know a little something about. Um, mm-hmm. um, how do they make it work, and can we they, learn anything by
0: it?: from Well <laughs> yes and no. What they do is they touch, they touch people's faces, and that way they can get a sense of what the person is expressing. But we can't do that right now because <laughs> okay. it's closer than six feet. right. Yeah. So we don't have the ability to make up for what we're losing in the manner in which blind people have been able to. Mm-hmm. So we're really right now at more of a disadvantage than they are.
1: Right. Okay. So uh, that that flows seamlessly into the next piece, which is mm-hmm. we can't touch. Right. Um, so how do we, if we can't see the smile and we can't mm-hmm. touch the face, how do we make this up?
0: Okay. So, one thing is just to do a bit of charades. Okay. Okay, So, when I'm seeing my grandchildren, I am making a gesture showing that I'm hugging them. Um, And they do it back to me. So, we're, we're doing that. So, of course, it doesn't feel anywhere as wonderful as if I can hug them. And my little I just have to share this. My my youngest guy was saying the other day that he has 1,500,060 hugs waiting for me when <laughs> this is all over, but not as many for his mother. And she was like, huh? And he said, well, I've been able to give them to you, but I can't give them to Nana. Aww. So I she deserves to get more. But anyway, um, You know, it's obviously not going to be the same, but you can do it a little bit with charades. You know, you can wave to people, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. It's not going to be the same. It is just not going to be the same. The other thing, of course, is to use your words, to let people know, I miss you. I love you. um, You know, here's what I'm feeling. Here's what's going on for me. And... Maybe that's a silver lining because Mm -hmm. so often we don't speak Mm -hmm. our feelings. And so perhaps we'll get a little bit better at doing that.
1: That's a really great, I like finding, you know me, I'm an optimist. I love finding Mm -hmm. that little silver lining. Um, I'm going to stereotype you a little bit. Um, As a New Yorker, do you talk with your hands more? So is it a little bit easier for you?
0: (laughs) I was not expecting that question I don't know I've lived here my whole life I don't know that um, you know how it comes across is that what I, New Yorkers are seen as that we talk with our hands I,
1: maybe over? that's just my mental uh, picture <laughs> for for those listening uh, I'm on the west coast I'm in California so um <laughs> anyway, I'll move on. Um,
0: I was, I was going to talk about certain, uh, ethnic groups talk more with their hands. So can you imagine if you're from certain ethnic groups and New York?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so, okay. So one of the, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about how, this has been tolerable because of the technology that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's I can't imagine trying to do this 20 years ago mm-hmm. uh, where you wouldn't be able to do FaceTime or Skype or Zoom or whatever it else is, people are using these days. Um, but we can. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to see, do we get some of the benefits because we yes. aren't being able to? Okay.
0: Yeah, I think so a couple of things that I want to tell you. First of all, um, my younger daughter lived in Australia uh, for six years, many years ago. And if it had not been for Skype, I think I would have gone out of my mind. Hmm. So, you know, right there was the benefit that you're talking about. And I certainly think that um, the fact that we can connect and to some degree, even see more of each other's faces because we're not wearing masks when we right. use technology, that really is a benefit. Interestingly, also, for many, many years, it was considered um, not effective to have therapy unless you were in the same room with the therapist. Now, there were many of us who felt that that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really been doing um, telehealth uh, or teletherapy with clients for many, many years already, um, especially because I used to live in Long Island and I don't anymore. But many of my clients from Long Island wanted to continue to see me. Mm-hmm. So we used uh, you know, Skype or FaceTime. And I have to tell you that, I mean, the one thing that I can never do that way is I can't hand a tissue to somebody. If they were in the room with me, I would literally hand a tissue to someone. But other than that, people hesitated initially and said, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And once they tried it, they said, oh, this was fine. And I don't have to waste gas coming to see you.
1: Um, and does it make so, it more comfortable for them because they're in their own
0: home slash safe A lot of place? them find it that way. Now, look, obviously, if you're not comfortable doing it, then it's not a good vehicle. Right, right. But. right you know, with today's situation, it's the only option you have. And who would have ever thought that you would see your internist, you know, or any number of other doctors through telehealth. And I think probably going forward, we're going to be doing more of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I think that you know, a lot of times when things are a change, we're uncomfortable with it. We have been pushed into this. Um, and I think that, you know, we're going to see some changes come about that will adapt and that there are definite benefits and not necessarily, um, all the negative that we would have initially associated with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you have now given me two silver linings on two of the four questions I've asked you. So we, you <laughs> we are we are doing really really good. Okay. Um so uh should I assume then that if you are doing these video chats, the face filters aren't going to be as beneficial?
0: I'm not understanding what you're saying. You know to how
1: me. you do the the goofy faces?
0: Oh, 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 oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Of course. course. (laughs) Um, okay. So then the last question I have for you is do the, excuse me, do the interactions that you have with your spouse and kids suffice for what we need as humans? I mean, obviously we can survive, but is it like enough to be healthy? Um, or, Do we really need those outside world connections, the friends, the relatives, the outside family members, that kind of stuff?
0: Well, it's going to depend, Steve. I I like to give you my favorite answer periodically. It's going to depend on who you are. Uh You know, if you're an outgoing person, then no, you're going to need more interaction. You know, Mm -hmm. for me, um, you know, people say, how am I doing? I'm busy. It's not like I'm sitting around with nothing to do. Now, this is not Exactly to your point, but I'll get back around to it. So it's not like I'm sitting around with nothing to do. I'm very busy. My days are filled with things to do. And yet, I'm still not satisfied because I'm not really interacting with people because I need the outside interaction Mm -hmm. and, you know, the getting together with people. Um, So for some people, you know, if you're the kind of person who doesn't need a lot of Um, outside interaction, the interaction with your spouse or your children could be absolutely enough. For other people it won't. Then if we take it to the other um, uh, side of the coin, the people who don't even have spouses or children, they're going to be really lonely. Mm -hmm. And they're going to really suffer from not having those outside interactions. Yeah. Now, I will say that for most of us in the country, in the U.S. right now, we are in good weather. And so it would really behoove people to set up a way to socially distance, but to get outside with groups of people and, um, you know, interact with people so that you do have Um, the way to connect Mm -hmm. so that you're not alone.
1: I mean, does like going to the grocery store or something like that qualify as like good solid interactions? Not unless you stop and talk to people along the way. Right. Okay. So not just like seeing people. And no, I don't think it's just the people.
0: seeing people. Yes. No.
1: Okay. You know what's interesting about this uh, question? Uh, you know, very early on, I saw a column that was basically talking about how all these celebrities, where their life is to entertain people, mm. and they were cut off from that, mm-hmm. and how all of a sudden, like, they needed to interact with people. And so you started seeing these, like, video chats and live concerts and, like, all the stuff from all these like amazing entertainers just like doing it because that was like in their blood that they had to perform for people and get out and, and engage with an audience. Like it was just mm-hmm. how they were coping themselves. So while it seemed, and it was uh, a benefit for a lot of those people who were getting the free concerts and the interactions with celebrities, it was just as much for them as well, because that helped their sanity
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was part of what I was saying about, you know, here I am, I'm busy, but it's not the same. But you see, these performers have found a way to at least, um, tune into what they need and, um, you know, still be doing something that is their passion and that has meaning for them, which is really important. It's really important to find meaning. Um, yeah. Shall I beat you to the punch? Do it. Let's go. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) So this was in the article, but I was going to bring it up also. Okay. One of the theories about our faces is something called the facial feedback theory, which means that our brain actually reads the musculature in our face and around our smile. Mm -hmm. And when we are smiling, our brain thinks we're happy. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's Mm -hmm. how that works. Now, I will tell you that I'm not going to go into the details, but there was a situation in my life that was supposed to be a happy occasion. And because of certain circumstances, um, it was not. But I remembered this theory. And I forced myself to smile. And within a sh- relatively short period of time, my negative mood or the thing that was negative about what was going on went away and I felt happy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know the experiment is only N of 1, but I know firsthand that this works.
1: But I was, okay. can, can I add something really quick to that? Sure. We also know through research... That when you when your face uh, uses the muscles to express a smile, mm-hmm. that specific contraction releases dopamine.
0: Ah, that piece I didn't know.
1: Yeah. Thank so, you. so you. So it like it literally changes your body chemistry when you smile. So it would make sense of your experiment of one that you started being in a better mood and felt better.
0: Okay. You know, I didn't know about the dopamine. I just knew that your brain read your facial Mm -hmm. uh, muscles. Okay. So here's the point. Since we no longer feel perhaps, quote, the need to smile because they're not showing anyway. And by the way, ladies, you don't have to wear lipstick anymore (laughs) either. Okay. Um, it really would behoove you to continue to smile because you're benefiting from the smile as well. Mm. Because if you don't keep that smiling up, your brain is not, now I'm going to go with what you said, not getting the dopamine, not getting the signals that things are okay, that things are positive. And that over time... Not immediately, but over time, will build up and take away from a positive outlook. Mm. And we sure need as much of a positive outlook as we can right now.
1: Yes. I love that. Because I I do think a lot – I mean – Part of it is habit, right? Like when you see something that brings you joy, you will smile. But I think a lot of times people smile out of necessity, not necessarily mm-hmm. out of emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't feel ne- the necessity, you might not do it. Um, I, You know, the the dopamine thing. I brought that up because, as you know, and I'm going to do a little barrel rolling here, um, mm-hmm. I co-authored a book uh, with a gymnastics coach. And in the book, we talk about how she would tell her athletes to smile before they got onto the apparatus, mm-hmm. specifically to calm their nerves because of that research. Um, mm-hmm. And so it wasn't just like this performance thing of like make them th- think that you're a nice bubbly person, but it was literally for performance. Um, so I thought that was a really interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, all righty. Um, this is great, Karen. Um, like I said, I knew this was a little bit outside the box, but I think it was like really fascinating to me at least. Um, and hopefully it was to our listeners. So thank you so much for your time.
0: Always a pleasure Steve. Thank you.
1: Uh, So before you go, I want to remind everyone that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Uh, As I mentioned at the top, she is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, Make It Last. You can get some more information at her website, drkarensherman.com. And as as she mentioned, she does uh, remote um counseling so remote therapy so um and i think last time i we spoke you said that you are op- open to new clients is that right yes mm-hmm. there you go so uh com to get more information um, and of course you can find this information on our website schmag.com uh hundreds of podcasts over 500 podcasts now um we're pretty uh pretty OG with the podcast game um also we have thousands of articles and we have a great weekly newsletter that updates you on all the latest information we've uh, published that week so if you want to stay up to date that's the best easiest way to do it and it's free Um, okay that will do it for us until next time take care everybody We know that it's showtime Clear our heads of all our worries and fears Now we know it's go time And it's about to Explode! We're on top of the world tonight